Tell me what you want. Get to get her what you need. I'ma pull up in that skirt. Back to Faded Truth. Before you do anything, like, share, subscribe. And today I have Jay Truth on the show. What's up? How you feeling? Jay Truth, PA, by the way, baby. Why well, didn't know if you needed the PA on there or not? Is it always PA? It's always PA. Okay. People call me Jay Truth. Like, is that like the shortened name? That's the shortened name, but okay. J-Truth PA is because I'm, I'm from Philadelphia, so I take that with me everywhere I go. Okay. So you rep in Philly. All day. So, again, that's why we have to be cool, because East Coast has to stick together in the in the wild, wild west. Yes. J-Truth PA. Yes, ma'am. What do you consider yourself, an entertainer? I consider myself also more of a personality. Okay. In music or as a host or... Whether I'm at an event just providing services, I'm, I'm a personality. I'm a personality right now. I can be whoever I want. Like, <laughs> I'm Dave. Singer, rapper, actor, DJ. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you're doing. So the first song that I saw on you was Sunflower. Baby, you blow me away even when it rains. You blossom, I know seasons change, but you stay the same. I promise, girl, if you ever fall, I'll never leave. And when your heart is cold like winter, I won't let you freeze. I, I, I just want to make that body spring. Was that something that was like one of your happiest ones? I mean, you guys all looked fucking... <laughs> we, we looked happy. It was definitely a great record. I remember writing it. I think writing it was the most fun for me. I was in my own space. I just wanted to lyrically take my writing to the next level. When it comes to how I approach... Uh, songwriting and that was one of the songs where the beat that was given to me by my boy DJ Kimo um, I'm writing all this music like all these lyrics to this record and like nothing was making me feel like it was like it, it was stick so then I deleted everything I took a step back and then there you go like I look at the beat and the actual title the title was called Sunflower and the moment I actually paid attention to the beat title that trickled into like, oh, well, I'm going to talk about a sunflower and do it in a cool way. I wrote the record back in 2017 and then getting with the with the partnership that I was involved in and, 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 and meeting some cool dancers along the way. They heard the record. They loved it. They wanted to be a part of it. We shared some light, love and positive energy. And then it birthed sunflower. <laughs> Were you always into music since you were little? My discovery for music was back in kindergarten but singing to like my sister i think she was the first person that i've ever sang to she didn't seem like she enjoyed it very much <laughs> um but i always thought i could sing before i even knew what real singing was so i was singing while i took a shower and stuff and uh, i got confident enough to sing in front of my mother which also didn't work out very well uh, why what'd she say while i'm sitting on the steps as, uh, as a kid maybe nine ten and she's in the bathroom and I just don't remember her uh, her reaction being like, oh my God, you can sing, and having that encouragement. All I remember was like, let me just finish in the bathroom. So, well, maybe she was worrying about wiping her ass. Maybe, but it was detrimental to me. Her wiping her ass cost me confidence. I walked around literally feeling like shit. <laughs> Man. So when did you get that first, like, boost of confidence that you were like hey I can do this I'm gonna pursue it I moved to different schools pretty often but there was one school called Mariana Brissetti Academy and in sixth grade like I I started to see what singing or my version of singing was was doing <laughs> when it comes to like women and, and becoming a popular kid because I was never a popular kid but in some aspects especially during my middle school years you know singing kind of gave me that little bit of an edge you know, I, I started singing just because I wanted 
to please women. When did you first pull a bitch with your voice? Listen, listen. <laughs> <clears throat> so Rico Suave in the building. <laughs> the first time that I really sung in sixth grade, like it was, it seemed to be a, a, a little bit easier to communicate with another woman I was interested in because of the talent factor. I didn't really consider myself like the cool kid to talk to back then. Can you sing me something real quick? Can I have like a little melody? I've been waiting for you, baby. Oh, baby, are you patient? I want to see you naked again. Because I've been thinking about the ways, the way you do your thing in front of me, my lover and my friend. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Th- I mean, I think anybody that gets that song sung, you have to, now you have to get fucked, you know? It's like you, you know, walk up and tell a girl you want to see her naked. It's like, okay. No lube. <laughs> All <laughs> anal. <laughs> and I'm going to sing those Damn, notes. Damn, you want to hurt people. <laughs> I thought she was trying to love on people. I'm loving them you with the vocals. I'm loving I just want to put it in your booty hole. And don't stop, baby girl, till you lose control. Hey. <laughs> I just want to eat your... Never mind. <laughs> I'm going way too far in this podcast right here. <laughs> way too far. This is the first time ever, ever. And I don't know why it's happening with you, but this is awesome. I'm unfiltered as fuck right now. I'm just having fun. I'm so proud. Yes. Kudos to Faded Truth. Because I, you know, I've done plenty of other interviews in other radio stations in Philadelphia, a couple here, and I'm more on the class, like, I feel like not many people got to see me because of the, this class role. Not that I played it, but I'm a class guy. Like when I go into situations or business meetings or if I'm going to radio station, like I tend to be more on the let's let's keep it business, let's keep it right. class. We're just clutch it on faded truth. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> clutch it, classy ratchet. I like that. You know, but given my journey recently in my personal life and the things I've I've been going through this year, I just realized how much more awesome it is to just be my authentic self. Yes, I'm classy, but there's also a part of me from Philadelphia that we call clutch it. And I embrace that every day. You know, yeah, you got to. I have a little bit of fun. I want people to, to, to respect and love me for who I am and not just the class that I bring. Or just the facade, you know, that you have to present. You want to present it as real as you can because you want your viewers to know who you are. So, yeah. you know, it's everybody talks about this shit. Just nobody wants to talk about it out loud. Where did you typically perform before COVID shut everybody down? So I started off here as a street performer. Wow. Like, um, hitting Fremont Street was, like, my way of survival. You know, like, I did, I did, when I came here, I'm, I'm pretty sure if anybody's in the East Coast watching this, and maybe even you, like, it's such a limited way of thinking when it comes to, like, I, I was born in the hood. You know, Kensington, Allegheny. What I saw is what I thought is was everywhere. And that's, I think now I know the importance of when people say travel, even if it is just... Anywhere in, else. In the United States, yeah. anywhere else. Doesn't have to always just be overseas for travel, but I've learned that by traveling and, and taking my opportunity when it was uh, presented to me to come to Vegas, I, I, I saw a new way of thinking. I became the one that thought independently when being home with my family and being in Philadelphia, I didn't think so independently. I was a very insecure kid back then. So coming here, I, like, I tested my limits and Fremont Street became one of those outlets for me to not only survive, but to test myself as 
as a, as an artist. You know, um, I never like as much as I love singing and I and I love rapping and freestyling. There was always this little disconnect between me and just performing and going full out. Like there will always be this little bit of fear there. With Fremont, you know, nobody's paying for a ticket to come see you. Like in 30 seconds, you better drop it like it's hot if you want somebody to turn around and tip you. Right. Or they're just going to keep walking. So what were you doing as like far as performances out there? Save that money. Hey, hey. You really want to dance? You really want to dance? So come over here, baby boy, and I'll give you a chance. Wait, 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 wait. Follow me. The guy who actually flew me in wanted me to work with his son. He's an amazing dancer and a bone breaker. So I was working with him for a little bit. But as things kind of started to fall apart and that, you know, living with them wasn't wasn't a thing for me anymore. I started to gravitate more towards using my vocal and rapping ability on Fremont Street. And it got to a point where I met another group of people. One of the guys by the name of Jack Frost. He had a, he was the first person I ever saw on Fremont that had, he did the freestyles. He had the speaker and the microphone and he was going in. And for a white dude, I'm like, yo, you're cool, man. You're like, <laughs> you're like the Fremont Eminem. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I gravitated towards that. Obviously, they heard my voice and they were like, Oh, you you got something like yeah, let's let's work. So that was like my first taste of stepping out of my comfort zone as a performer and not only just using my voice, but like not letting fear stop me from going full out. Um I performed with them for a few months. Obviously, you know, tips and money started to make things different between our relationship. And the biggest thing that really made my mindset shift was one day there was this uh, Mexican dude. He actually came to give me a $10 tip in my hand. The guy saw it and they were already upset and made me put it in the bucket, but just so I won't have any arguments and I, we can keep doing the show and be fluid, I put it in the bucket. This same guy pulled me into the casino a few minutes later by myself and sat me down. And he was like, man, I don't want you working with those guys no more. Like, I'm not from here, I'm a tourist, I'm just having fun, but you are amazing. And what you've done for me through your like through your ability, like that's what I wanted to tip you, not them. You gave me something different. He gave me his card. He said, "Call me tomorrow. I want to make sure that you have your own equipment." And I I, I I took it. I was like, okay. I didn't believe him at first, but I kept his card. I called him the next day. Went to Guitar Center, and over the phone, he dropped about twenty five hundred dollars on my equipment so I can go on Fremont on my own. And the only thing that he wanted me to do was to not like to not stop and to make him proud next time he saw me that if I was still on Fremont he wanted to see me having the biggest crowd wow little, little, like about a year and a half later he came and exactly what he wanted from me is exactly what happened like if anybody rem like knows me from the street performance circuit I I say it confidently I had the biggest f uh, freestyle show on Fremont and it wasn't really because of my ability to rap and sing. It was just like my positive energy and connecting with people. I learned right. so much more about being of service to other people's energy that that's what made people stop. You know, I like to pull people in and dance and have fun. 
I, I believe in women's empowerment. My, my mom was a straight thug. She's the one that raised me all my life, you know, and my one of my things is making women feel beautiful. Like, I want every woman to feel like a queen. I want every woman to feel empowered, no matter what they look like, no matter what shape or size. So I carry that with me in my performances as well. And I remember pulling this, this big girl, and she was timid. And then I started freestyling, but I started talking trash about her to the point where she even laughed at herself. But by breaking that ice with her, or what, what, what we call it in personal development, roasting, um, <laughs> uh, ro- roasting or uh, pattern interrupting her, where like she had to think about herself and then she laughed. Within that icebreaker, it went from her being timid and not coming out to the crowd to me grabbing her hand and her just like saying fuck it and getting in the middle and I mean shaking her ass like she is the most confident, most beautiful woman on the planet and everybody in the crowd had a chance to see that change and shift to where they got so excited and it just made the show. Right, the energy of everyone was just better and everyone's having a great time. And I had the opportunity to learn how to do this all the time and and perfect it for when you know the times that I do feel fear I can always remember these moments and continue to go full out because when I perform it's not about me it's about what can I who can I touch what can I do for people how can I serve them how can I make someone feel better about their day if you're insecure how can I make you feel sexy things like that so yeah oh you'd be a good boyfriend I think so (laughs) what's your favorite talent that you have because you do so many different things so if you couldn't live without one of them what would it be like what would you have to do for the rest of your life so this is where it's tricky to me because everyone who dances always say oh i wish i was a singer me it's the other way around like i love comedy and dancing hand in hand comedy because i love the ice that it breaks i'm a big fan of stand-up comedy like uh, ralphie may and uh patrice o'neill and uh some of the newer comedians that i got introduced to like uh andrew schultz and Drew Lynch and in their stories like I love to laugh and I think that's something that I've I've not I haven't really brung into a lot of podcasts or interviews I've always brought the classy version laid back positive energy just you know composed today here I'm like man fuck this shit I'm having a great time you know and to to like that like to have that authentic laugh and give that to someone like that energy is is, is beautiful I can't live without that I don't without world without laughter is like a world without music. There's no point in living to me if you can't smile even through the bullshit and right. you have a choice to do so. Dancing like I'm in the gym uh, five or six times a week and that's how I like go in between my sets. I'm the I'm I'm in there. You're dancing between your sets. I'm, I'm, I mean, <laughs> yo. I'm in there like as if I'm practicing choreography for World of Dance. I be I be dancing a little on the stairmaster. I be like. You know, like my steps and shit. <laughs> but I'm, look, I'm trying to break it down to you. Like, I would literally, like, say I'm sitting down and I'm, I'm, I'm doing the pool, you right? Can... <laughs> I'm literally, once the set's over, I'm there like, hey, hey. And I'm here rocking. I'm doing this on them. I'm having fun. I'm doing my TikTok dances. And I'm just like, and I see when people look and I don't give a fuck. So, like, they'll just look. But then it, it, it shifts them and I start seeing other people kind of bob their head. Right. So you never know who's watching you. And who just, needs it. Just be the best version of you because you never know by being the best version of yourself who you're going to touch even when you think no one is watching you. Right. And the fact that I know that more than ever now, I just continue to walk as authentic as I can be because I never know who may be touched or who may be affected by 
me just living my truth. <laughs> There's probably so many videos of you. Um, <laughs> you know when you see the people at the gym and people be like, <laughs> when they do weird shit on the machines uh, and they don't use them right. I just... won't be surprised if I saw a meme of me <laughs> from Planet Fitness. <laughs> Millie rocking to success. Like, because I'm He's in there. doing the A-Town stomp to the next. <laughs> <laughs> the thunderclap. Like, <laughs> So yeah, that's that's uh, you know I I didn't know it I didn't know it uh, up until about this year middle of last year like what personal development really was and I didn't know that some of the things that I was doing on Fremont Street or some of the the morals that I've that I've encompassed in my life were actually you know tied into that space and that and, and that way of higher thinking and learning I didn't know that I just knew that I was gravitating towards being a different version of me from the insecure unconfident kid hated the skinny jokes hated the bottom grill jokes hating the way that I looked in the mirror you know, I had passion and I knew I had purpose, but the, the lack of self-belief stopped me from really going yeah. all in. I, you know, we I, I believe that we are repeatedly what we tell ourselves. And it came to a point in my life where it's like, I got to change my story. Like, I, I narrate my fucking book. So I'm going to grab my pen and I'm going to switch this up, even if it takes me forever. At least I know that I'm aiming towards something and not just stagnating myself. Yeah. 100%. So I got into, you know, getting into that space this year of 2020 is where it really, like I really got tested and had to dive in because of a lot of uh, personal things that have really affected me. But then again, it comes to like choice and story. Like I can use this issue as, oh, woe is me. Why is the world crumbling down? Or I can say, well, maybe there's a real defined reason to why I'm going through this. Or right. maybe I can find a way to be better through this. Or maybe there's a, a lesson in this that's going to take me to that person that I keep thinking of myself becoming. And then now I'm here, you know, being J Truth PA, reporting live from Fairy <laughs> Truth Studios here in Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> yeah, I love your positivity because actually 2020 has been my year for personal development as well. And I feel like this is the first year I'm conscious of things that affected me in the past and affected me with certain people or relationships or things like that. And I now like am slowly working on it and it feels great. It feels great to like know what you need to do and like actually try and take care of it rather than put it to the side because I always was like, oh, you know, it's just the way I am. And then I'm like, well, maybe you're that way because of some things that you like need to some get things. over. Some things. Some you things. Know? So, you know, I, I believe some people are scared of awareness. Like, they're scared to actually be aware. You know, they have this saying, you don't know what you don't know. But you don't, some people don't know because they don't know if they even want to know. Yeah. And I believe that awareness, like, like you, like you finally became awareness, exciting to you. To some people, like, they don't, awareness is scary because they don't want to meet their bullshit head first. Yeah. You know, we all got bullshit. Like, we're all screwed up in the head in some way, shape, or form. Amen. But it's just a matter of admitting it to yourself. Not being afraid to live in that truth and then changing your story as you go along. You're going to lose friends along the way. The same people that were there may stay in the same vibration and you're going to start to realize that y'all don't even vibrate in conversation as much. That's when you know that you're elevating and you got to just understand that these people are going to come and go. And that was one thing I had a problem with, letting go of people. Mm -hmm. But then I started to hear more about you become more like the five people that you hang around all the time. And I was like, well then I got to change my group of people ASAP or I'm going to be one broke dude forever. <laughs> right. You know, so. Seriously. So I know besides singing, you also do rap though because I saw you perform two weeks ago and you were rapping. So you, you're like multi-faceted here. 
So maybe. Yeah. So can we hear like sixteen real quick? Like just a freestyle. Little quick little bang bang bang. Bang bang bang. Can you just make up a rap about me? Oh, it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's do it then. All righty then. We need a beat. We need a beat. Uh. <laughs> hey. 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 Look, I ain't going front. Angela, yeah, you got a big ass butt. And you shooting this <laughs> podcast with me in the center. I'm just saying, baby girl, you rolling that blunt. And you smoking, you talking, keeping your heart wide open. Let me tell you right now, I'm just saying, I'm joking. Wait, I ain't going to make no mistakes. But can I put my head between? That's all I got. Life's a battle like <laughs> Private Ryan and I'm dying trying. To be a lion, courageous heart against those conniving. Everybody say, man, yeah, who does that? I'm chilling with the chick that's wearing the rugrats. <laughs> Pajamas, feeling like I gotta go and slammer, go haul like MC Hammer, but not bankrupt at all. I'm rich in the spirit, and I'ma uh, uh, clear my throat so you can hear it. I manifest everything with my mind, and I learned that I gotta take it one step at a time. I gotta grind. Everybody know down to your cuticles, you build us something beautiful. I just want you to know, every time you talk that way, every time you talk that way, just speak your truth, cause we are endless seas, and I'ma tell you who we got to be. We gotta be ourselves. We gotta do it for ourselves because if we don't then who else is gonna tell us that we are better when we look in the mirror and i'm just saying i'm just hoping that your vision is clearer because i am everything i say i am and if i wasn't then why would i say i am i just want to say that quote man from eminem no candy ain't sweet but i would say this again look let me tell you what is on my mind every day and all the time when i'm on my grind i'm doing a podcast right now man to speak my truth so i can share my positivity to the youth because this is me j truth to the motherfucking pa 215, I go hard all day And I'ma do this to the death of me I'm just saying, Angela, you know it's fucking heavenly When I go, I flow, I rock roll You hold up, you know I got drove But you smoking, talking with no fear Saying fuck that, I'm doing my thing here Ooh, let me say what's on my head I gotta go and get this bread Cause I've been fed up for too long But listen girl, you got class And I'm so nasty, I wanna put my face in your ass <laughs> <laughs> So I went from truth to, to that. <laughs> to truth. To the real truth. <laughs> it was all truth. <laughs> it was all truth. It was my Wait, truth <laughs> on every camera. It was my truth. What's the biggest accomplishment that you've done so far in your career that you're the most proud of? One of the things that I'm really, really proud of, and it was an accomplishment for me, was being able to headline my own casino gig, and which is this year, January 11th, 111. Uh, it meant a lot to me for the day. It meant a lot to me to have uh, an opportunity. There hasn't been another local to pull in a, a gig like that, especially not one who's Latino, especially not one doing cover songs. I didn't do any covers. I did all original music of my own, full band. Uh, I was able to self-title it, which was called the Light Love and Positive Vibes Experience. And it all came from being a contender for the 2020 Grammys for the song Sunflower. Uh, that was that we released through Universal, and I was excited to get a gig like that and have people, so many people come out, you know, to support and share that energy with me on stage. Because I had a chance to create the show the way that I wanted, so I started at the beginning of my show doing the same thing that I'd done on Fremont Street. I came out with a speaker oh, and a microphone and started spitting to old school songs. Like uh, Smoke Weed Every Day, Snoop Dogg, uh, Biggie, Hypnotize, like all those old records I grew up listening to. And the ones I performed with on Fremont are the same records I performed as, as an intro to my show. Nice. And 
it it was awesome. Then I got a chance to perform, you know, some original music that I've written that I'm really, really proud of. So that was a, a big highlight to start off 2020, which I believe is the year of vision 2020 yeah. to, to do something to that caliber. And then that's when life started to kind of crash. <laughs> and then COVID hit. So you, are you planning on doing one of those shows when we can obviously reopen and do it? Yes. Because that sounds amazing. I want to do a light, love and positive vibes too, for sure. And I want to turn it into a, a, a tour. Um, and I'm saying this openly not just to the people, your viewers, but to myself as I listen to this back when, when, the, when the, uh, this comes out on YouTube. You know, I feel like I should hold myself accountable. And people, you should always say your dreams to an extent so people can hold you accountable to what you say. Because yeah. then you, you push yourself when you know there's people. You know you just said this, right? Mm -hmm. But my, my goal is to do a stay, a stay Wavy Baby tour. Stay Wavy Baby is a tagline that I created a minute ago, which was life is a beach. So hop on your surfboard and ride your wave. Stay Wavy Baby. And I say it as a tagline at the end of all of my IG videos. It just became a thing for me. It became a thing for my audience. And, you know, I started creating uh, shirts around it. So one of my biggest goals is to obviously when things open up again, get back into the casino circuit. I love doing gigs like that. And they pay pretty well. Um, light, love and positive vibes experience, too. And, um, you know, being able to turn that into a self-sustaining tour, like the Stay Wavy Baby tour. So the light, love, and positivity. I mean, I just feel like that kind of, like, describes your whole fucking personality. So why are you so fucking happy? <laughs> like <laughs> Because I know what it feels like to be sad. I, I know what it feels I, like. I totally get that. I know what it feels like. But you're, like, like, an eccentric level. Be Is it a creative thing? Yeah. Okay. It's a creative thing for sure. And also, like... I know what it feels like to look in the mirror and not value who you are. I know what it feels like to walk outside and act for the impression of other people and then have to... I would, so my, you're just really happy with yourself. I'm happy with me. Yeah. I, I don't want to make another dollar. I, I, and I quote this from my mentor. I don't want to make another dollar by being someone else and not being able to spend it as my authentic self. That right there would encapsulate why I'm so fucking happy. And I, and I, I got my days too. And people think, you know, oh, because I'm positive and positive every day. I go through shit like everyone else. Right. But you, we all have the power of choice, and I just learned how to exercise mine. And I, I, I tell myself a story. You know, everybody got bills to pay. Everybody got things going on in their life. It's just the narrative that you give yourself. And I'm happy with who I am now more than ever because I know what it feels like to be super insecure. So as super insecure as I was, I owe it to myself to be as eccentrically confident and happy and light love and positivity. Do you meditate and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Frequently. Yeah. How? What's frequently? Every day. Okay. So, like, do you feel like that obviously adds to your happiness? Like. Yeah. Like I do something that I learned recently called Satanama. Um, there's an 11 minute meditation and there's a 30 minute uh, meditation. I got into that recently, but I noticed that it wasn't so much about me trying to control my thoughts. Because I, I, I don't feel like, as me personally, I can just control my thoughts. But it was detaching myself from some emotions that I've kept attached to certain thoughts, like old experiences, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and maybe you'll feel the same way. Like, you can think of something right now that affected you five years ago. And if it hasn't been hashed out, you can kind of feel the same emotion again if you really was to dive into that thought. Right. And if it doesn't serve you... My meditation comes in where it's like I'm learning how to detach the emotion to that experience. A emotion plus experience equals long-term memory, something like that. And now in my life, it's like I, I'm, I'm in the present 
and I don't, I don't and anything that doesn't serve me I'll meditate it away so it's not so much of controlling my thoughts it's just like okay what haven't I hashed out how fucked up was I back then whatever I haven't what inner work haven't I done so I can do it every day because there's always something there's right. always something and I will never be perfect I will always be getting something right but I think that's the that's the best part it's not the the end it's just the journey to get there like the end doesn't matter you have an idea of where you're trying to go or where the landing is then that's great but you're so much more fulfilled on the journey getting there like the ups and downs the fear this the the being nervous like that's what makes life real to me now more than ever you know life is real when you're under pressure and mm -hmm. that's when true diamonds are formed but you're nervous it, it Life makes sense. When you're comfortable and you're doing everything on a routine and nothing's happening wrong, it seems robotic to me. But when you're in yeah. fear, something catches you off guard. You get an opportunity right then and there. To... That's like my worst fear, to have a robotic life. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What's the uh, legendary youth challenge program? Whoa. Whew, hit my chest. Um, <laughs> so the legendary youth challenge was COVID. Literally, I'm, I'm going to say this like this. Hashtag Corona made me better. Um, it's something that I came up with. I came up with that hashtag because of I was incarcerated early February. You can get arrested for street performing out here. And I, 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 I they made up they made up a lot of excuses of why. But in the core of all of it, you know, I don't blame nobody. I, I, I made a commitment to the judge and I didn't keep it. So long story. I got remanded that day, February 10th. Um, and I was gonna spend six months but through a sentence modification while I was incarcerated I got out March 31st so I came out to COVID to no job to no car because I lost it in a car accident the week after my show on January 18th with DUI I that's is when I was telling you like my life came crashing down lost my car partnership my wife all that gone gone so I came out March 31st and I ended up be, uh, being with my mentor, who's my mentor today, my, one of my best friends and great business partners. He, got, he had an inspired uh, thought with another woman from the legendary tribe, which is the adult mastermind that I was blessed to be a part of. Um, one of the ladies, her inspired thought was she wanted to do something amazing for the youth. My mentor ended up being on that call and wanted to provide his services and value however he could to be a part of this inspired thought. He mentioned it to me. I was all ears. And because of our creative value and our spunkiness and how we play off each other and just us being cool, modern people, like in the sense where we wanted to make personal development cool for the average kid, you know, and we took her inspired thought and we met it with inspired action. So we created an eight-day program called the Legendary Youth Challenge where we was giving kids tips, tools, tricks, and techniques on how to like get further, faster, uh, how to come up with a daily routine, the things that they don't teach you in school. Right. You know, um, but they don't talk about your dreams much. You learn all these things in school, mm -hmm. all these academics, and then they ask you what you want to be when you're, in, when you're about to graduate high school, but you just spent eight hours every day learning shit that you're never really going to apply in the real world we spoke about dreams and we made it about the children we wanted them we broke the ice with them we learned so much about kids we we in our in our mastermind we did what we call soul activations we changed the verbiage and made it more hip and we called them tiktok activations for the for the youth so they can get more involved in 
how fun it is to have a routine or to do something to activate your physiology and change your state of being. Like, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of this. <laughs> and, and we wanted to provide other ways of thinking, pretty much. We wanted to, through COVID, even through separation, we, we, we found the way to bring people closer together. And we realized the retention rate was so huge, like 90% for all eight days to the point where kids were asking us, can we get more? Can we get another hour? Can we get another day with you guys? Aww. Versus the normal kid who's like, Mom, can I have an extra five minutes to finish the show before I go to sleep? We realized then and there that this program became more of a must. So we're creating something now that um, we're going to be launching soon called um, the Lot Lot Program, which is Legends of Today, Legacies of Tomorrow. And that's going to be an actual curriculum that we're going to uh, work on implementing in the school's distant learning curriculum. Because we learned recently that... Uh, that the the success rate of that wasn't very high for distant learning. And we got our own families who are struggling and going through it when it comes to their kids learning and the parents not having any time anymore. Forget tomorrow. Who do you want to be today? People, we, we underestimate kids. What's your dream? I want to be an astronaut. That's really what you want to do? That's your dream? Now they're excited. Let's figure out let's help them figure out what they need to learn to accomplish that dream rather than learning, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic of things we're not going to apply. And I get there's importance in some areas of those, but we never needed geometry. I mean, Sorry. who's, I mean, who's talking about shapes right now? You know? <laughs> like what, what is the shape of your life right now? <laughs> Damn. What'd you think of that? What would you, what would your life shape be? What would your life, what would my life shape be right now? Wow. I feel like, what would my life shape be? Mine might be an S. A S? <laughs> or maybe an E. <laughs> so a, a S. An S or eight. Like that shape. Like infinity. Okay. I see where you're going with this one. All right. Gotcha. I'm not judging. I'm, I'm not judging. What would I be? What would I be? What would I be? Uh, a rhombus. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this that one? It's like a like right? the diagonal and then straight. It's like that. I think. Yeah. No, it's I, like... I just like the name, <laughs> rhombus. Like, like it's like. Ooh, what's that? Rhombus. Have you checked out that new rhombus? <laughs> what is that? Tell me more. See, shape of my heart, a rhombus. <laughs> no, you're gonna see a song coming out by J Truth PA in a few months. Rhombus. Rhombus. Shake that rhombus, baby. Hey, shake that rhombus. Baby. <laughs> Wait, what's your favorite video that you've done? Your favorite music video? Energy. Energy? Yes. Okay. So in love with you and all you do. Wife is in that video. That whole album to me is a bit like it's I I love it. It's one of those projects that I'm really really proud of, and it, it's a lot of women's empowerment in there. Like my true vibes were encapsulated in those records, so energy would definitely be like my favorite for sure. So is it? Do you think it's hard for um, 
you to maintain relationships because of the profession you're in? No. My not maintaining relationships came more about the, the, the struggles that I brought into my relationship, whether it was doubt or all the experiences on my personal life that I didn't hash out that I brought into a relationship that kind of made things edgy. And that was on both sides, you know, and I'm speaking more like for just me and my wife's sake. Like we both brought in things in our in our own lives into the relationship that killed it. And yeah. I know and I know I brought quite a few things, but, you know, and I accept responsibility for all that. And I'm man enough to kind of let it out now and just be okay with it because I know who I am today. Do you feel like you learned a lot from it? Like- I, I learned a hell of a lot. And that's how I'm able to answer your question so quickly. Like, it's not my profession. Now, maybe traveling the world and et cetera, you know, it may be somewhat of an issue, but you go hard for the one that you care about. And I always when, felt like that. If you want to be with them, you'll make time. When you and when I believe when you, you're, you're confident about you and, you know, you're not you're bringing in the happiness because you're happy without this person. If y'all both can bring separate happiness into a happy connection, yeah. like that's so cool. And I, I didn't, I, I didn't do that. She yeah. didn't do that. So things just melted. Um, but as far as like it being difficult to maintain a relationship given the profession that I'm in, no, because if she rocks hard for me, like everyone would know who she is. I'm not afraid. I don't hide who I'm with ever. Just as much as I'm, these accolades I'm achieving, you know. They always say behind every behind every man is a strong woman. I'm like, why can't she just be beside me? <laughs> Aww. You know what I'm saying? And why can't you drink alcohol? I don't drink alcohol often. But I face a health condition called immune thrombocytopenia. And it was more of a choice than something that was necessarily needed to be done. And when it comes to that condition of an autoimmune disease, it's like my blood platelets, are, they, they fluctuate. They get lower than than normal and I don't coagulate the same I bruise easy but my nutrition is very very great I actually network market and take the nutrition of Isogenics which is one of my favorite companies in the whole world and I'm blessed to uh, aside from my music career be a part of a business that like really changes lives and I get the opportunity to do something outside of myself every day and um, I came up with this motto because of network marketing and, and, and seeing what the business was able to do for me, you know, the better we get at being ourselves, the better that we can be for someone else. Because in, in this business, I learned more about me. And learning more about me allowed me to learn more about other people. So, yeah. Yeah. So, wait, are you vegan? No. Or vegetarian or no? No. Ooh, even though there's my chest my chest <laughs> And when it comes to shots, you're the only one I won't take. Hey, we will never lose. Let's change our views like Drake, baby. And when it comes to shots, you're the only one I won't change. Oh, yeah. Sip liquor, then the liquor, make her quiver. Her body, I make it shiver. Cause I'm that four grams is re up. Shots of tequila. I'm sorry. I'm just having fun. Truth PA. If you could yes. collab with one person, Russ. I like him too. Russ. <laughs> Russ has Russ. There was a time in my life when I started to elevate and change my conscience that I listened to him. I'm like, this he's doing exactly what I'm trying to put out in the world. And I always felt like, oh, he did it. Fuck. I missed my opportunity. I couldn't do it. And it was a struggle for a minute. It was a struggle for a minute. And then I started to have more appreciation to why he does what he does and accept my difference to do that in my way, which will captivate 
a different audience or maybe the same audience, but I just learned a lot of appreciation through going through my own issue when it comes to Russ because I love music and he speaks his vibration so high, man. And he definitely, without even knowing it, if he ever even sees this interview, it's like he, his music and who he is made me have to go into my closet and reevaluate myself as an artist in some aspects because wow. of the of that message that I truly wanted to put out in the world and that I'm going to continue to put out in the world. Um, in a way, he helped me fine-tune it. And I, 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 from, you know, obviously we don't know each other yet, but I appreciate that. And if there's one thing that I would, if there's, if there's one artist I would love to collaborate with more than anyone, it'll be him for sure. To Shout out to Russ. If you're watching what? this. I'm falling in love now. <laughs> Losing control now. Losing dreams on the dodge. It was it was a rap. I was getting my tattoo with my firstborn son when I first heard that record. <laughs> I remember getting this tattoo with my firstborn son on me because you know is I was that going his through name? my son's name is Legacy nice. and I have a son named Journey. Nice. But um, yeah, I remember getting the tattoo and that's the first time I heard Russ come up because they played him in the tattoo shop. Uh, well, the house, but tattoo shop, yeah. I guess. <laughs> You know, yeah. What's your biggest goal for the rest of 2020? You got things coming up, or my biggest goal? Yes. Be better at being me. I like that. Just be better at being me. I I got this. I'm a quote guy. I got this other quote <laughs> that I, I I came up with that it, it would encapsulate that. You know, darkness is still a light, just a different shade, and without it, you'll never see a star shine. So my biggest goal for this year is to embrace all the things that make me who I am. Dark or light, it don't matter. There's always three sides to every truth. That side, this side, and the actual truth. Darkness, light, up, down, left, right, God, devil, heaven, hell. Don't matter if you pick. But I choose to be here in the center because I know times where I've chose the Lord and I know times where I went to the dark side and I know times where my light will speak for itself. And when I walk in the room, everybody's full in positive energy. And then I know the times where I'm bringing in this. So you look at my vein. <laughs> oh, wait, I mean, you have the same one. You get you, one? Leave me alone. You don't know me like that. Do you get one when you laugh? <laughs> oh, when this thing goes like this. It's like I need Botox. <laughs> It's like I'm low-key angry or I got this vein that like is going to pop at any minute. Yeah, that's what I mean. This is going to explode, man. <laughs> For our last, it's like I'm one laugh away from ending up in the hospital. <laughs> laugh and lose Wait, my life. What's your favorite instrument to play? Because you play a lot, don't you? Yeah, I play a few, um, but piano is my favorite. I love the piano. Piano and my favorite uh, instrument to have in my music is a violin. Yes, I love violin. I love instruments that make your soul cry. Yeah, I like that. I like the saxophone, too. Oof, girl. Who are you talking to? What you doing? You don't want me like that. Let's go to a jazz festival. Stop playing. <laughs> yes, I want to go. This COVID's fucked everything up. Do you have anything that you'd want to say to the world? Or me? Before we go. <laughs> well, to the world, I want to say one of my quotes from Les Brown. If any one of you guys was to ever fall, just make sure that you fall on your back. Because if you can look up, then you can stand up. There's so much more in each and every one of you, and even in myself, than, than we give ourselves credit for. We're beyond belief, and we're amazing to be human beings. We undervalue life, and sometimes our own life, because of how normal things are in the world. But there's nothing normal about you. You're extraordinary and extravagant if you choose to look in the mirror and believe it yourself. 
all those ideas that you've pushed behind you because you didn't think or resistance kicked in and told you that you couldn't do it or you're not going to make it or who the hell is going to support that, tell that person in your mind to shut up because that idea that you have may be the one idea that changes the world for the better. If you have a story that you allow to sit on the shelf, then you deprive somebody else of finding fragments of themselves. I've learned that the hard way, and I wish for each and every one of you that y'all guys won't have to go through that. Your story matters, and speak your truth even if your voice shakes. Sometimes we only got that one shot. Don't be afraid to take it because you'll regret it for the rest of your life. Don't ask for permission. Ask for forgiveness if necessary because we owe it to ourselves no matter what people's opinion are of us to walk in the light that makes us who we are. And it's funny how when we're kids, we're this, we're this big ball of beautiful, and then we grow up and domesticate ourselves to conforming, and then we struggle for the rest of our lives to go back to the kids that we used to be because we realized that us trying to fit in for so long, all those parts of us that were so beautiful as kids were the things that made us really stand out. And I had to go through that in the hardest way. But sometimes it takes tragedy to really make that click. Some people take 10 years for that one moment of change. I encourage each and every one of you to take that one moment right now when you hear this to make the change that will change the next 10 years of your life. Even though there's COVID and there's a word of separation, there's something that you can do right now for us to come closer together. It doesn't, always, it doesn't have to be like this. And you play an important role of what is going to happen in this world. And that's just something that I think. You know, I can be talking a bunch of gibberish to some of you guys. But that is not going to stop me from wanting to put love out in the air and tell you guys how amazing you are and how beautiful, authentic, and extravagant each and every one of you are. Because if any of you guys are like me, I know what it feels like to not hear those things that we wish so bad our parents would have told us. Or it would have made such the biggest difference if our uncle or aunt or our grandmom or even our brothers and sisters, if they would have just said that one thing to us, it could have changed everything that we were feeling inside for the better. I know that too. So for anyone who doesn't get that or hear that daily, you're amazing. Look in the mirror and give yourself credit for who you are because there's, no, there's never going to be another person like you on the planet. And that's my message to you guys. I hope that you embrace the colors that make you who you really are so you can create a more vibrant and a more colorful world because this world is black and white all over again. And with your help, we can create the color that's going to transform this world again to true beauty. When it comes to you, I enjoy your podcast and I, I hope... My, my hallucination for it is for it to be a huge podcast where we talk about taboos and have fun and share authenticity and not be afraid to get real and, and share laughs. Because when, when you laugh for so long, you know, and somebody looks at you laugh, it tends to make them laugh, too, even if they don't know what they're laughing about. Like <laughs> laughing is contagious and you do a very, very good job at that. And you're a very beautiful woman. You know, and this goes farther than just your physical attributes, which are very stunning. But you are a cold piece of work. And what you've built for yourself and what you continue to build for yourself is very impactful. And I believe it can empower a lot of other women in the world. So this podcast and everything that you're building, don't be afraid to share it ever. Because this can be the change that affects more lives than you probably can even imagine. And 
you're blessed to be you. I'm blessed and honored to know you, and I'm very grateful to have been able to share this space with you and enjoy an experience with you that I can take home and be happy about. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you had fun. All right, I'm back to being Dave now. All that sentimental shit is over. J Truth PA for president, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a little sentimental there. I just, when it comes to giving world, you know, giving the message or telling people how amazing they are, I really, I, I make my music and I do what I do, not for myself. I'm not for the world. I, I got this. Yeah, that's, yeah, because you're an artist and. I got this crazy belief that I can change the world and I can help people be happier. Like, I, I just want people to feel better about themselves and that's good and laugh and joke and so, not take life too serious. Next, you need to do your uh, J Truth PA uh, Thunder from Down Under. <laughs> that's going to be how you know I didn't do that already. <laughs> www.puertoricandaddy.onlyfans.bigboy. <laughs> All right, guys, until next time. Peace, Peace out. out. Light, love, and positive vibes, baby. <laughs>